Well, hello there, divas. Happy Memorial Day. I'm super excited to share this episode with you. But first and foremost, I just wanted to give you a heads up that I am doing some behind the scenes work this summer. So you won't see Friday videos or Microaction Monday episodes on Studio Class coming out as regularly because, well, not you won't see them at all this summer because I'll be working on them behind the scenes so that they are ready to go once we hit Labor Day. So once we get to the fall, then everything will be back on track and coming out regularly. And I think it's important to just take some time. And sometimes you need a little bit of extra space to build. And that's what I'm doing this summer. So if if nothing else, <laughs> like uh, if you need some time to build, if you need some time to just look somewhere else for a moment or need some time to gain clarity around what you're doing, feel free. This is my permission slip to you. It's my permission slip to myself. So we are all doing the best that we can. And I'm so proud of you, divas. I'm proud of myself. And I hope that you enjoy this, this episode on how to set your own freaking prices. It's so important. So, so, so important. So take a moment listen to this awesome Microaction Monday, and then I will catch you with more Microaction Monday and Masterclass episodes in the fall. Happy summer, divas! It's another Microaction Monday on Studio Class. Divas, I want you to get paid. Honey, make your money. <laughs> so we are talking about uh, setting your own prices today. I have done this in uh, blog posts. I have done this in, in Frye videos. Go check those out on Facebook and Instagram. I talk about different things that I do on the podcast, but also I, we have to talk about pricing. It's so, so, so important. So when we talk about pricing, I want to give a big shout out to Andrew Simonet, who taught me this strategy. So um, go, you know, go buy his books, go take his workshops, all of that good stuff, because he is brilliant. And also, I this has helped me so much. So when we're thinking about our prices, I want you to remember that these are your prices, not somebody else's prices. I see so many of my clients set their fees based on what they what their teacher charged them or what they see other teachers charging in the area or what their colleagues are also charging for commissions. And I just want us to break free of that because your life circumstances are not the same as their life circumstances. You have no idea like why they charge the way that they charge. And therefore you might be engaging in their limiting money beliefs instead of just having your own. <laughs> no, I want you to be free of limiting beliefs around money. And so I want you to be able to set your own prices. So here is our, our formula for setting your own prices. It's great because these are all plug and play numbers, right? You can put something else in, in each one of these spots so that you can determine your pricing structure. Okay, so I want you to get a calculator out 
so that we can do this together. If you're driving, please don't do this while you're driving, but just listen to this episode again and <laughs> do this at home or do it when you arrive wherever you're going. Whenever I've worked with an artist, I've never met someone who doesn't know what number they want to be making annually in a year, whatever their number is, right? And for the sake of simplicity, we're going to start this by saying, I want to make, you know, pre-taxes 100K a year, per year, okay? So I'm going to start with, in my calculator, $100,000 for the year. And I'm going to, remember how I said these are all plug-and-play numbers, right? So you can change any of these. So to get started, there are 52 weeks in the year, I'm going to be a good corporate cog and give myself two weeks of vacation, as, as a start. So I started with $100,000 divided by 50 weeks in the year because I gave myself two weeks of vacation. And I ended up with the number 2000. So I want you to start from this place where $2,000 is your weekly rate, right? If you take a gig that is a week long, you better be clearing $2,000, right? If you take a residency that's, you know, an artist in residence, for, for a week, then you better be clearing $2,000 because you need to be doing more, you know, you're wanting to, to take in that kind of income or that kind of revenue for your work. So $2,000 is our weekly rate, right? We started with $100,000 for the year, divided that by the weeks that I'm working. I gave myself two weeks of vacation, so I divided by 50 weeks. I ended up with $2,000 as my weekly rate. Now I'm taking $2,000 and I'm going to divide that. I don't think that creatives, well, should work or bill 40 hours, should bill or work 40 hours in a week. But let's say we work 30 hours in a week. Let's say we work 20 hours in a week, whatever. We're going to divide by that the working hours that we're going to bill. Remember that this is your billing number. How many hours am I billing in a week? Because this is really where we're going to get to this. So say I'm billing. 30 hours in a week. And I'm going to end up with an hourly rate of about $66. Does that make sense? So if you are working, you know, if you were able to bill for 30 hours in a week, and you're at $66, then you are definitely clearing your 100,000 annual amount, right? The beautiful part about this formula is that it tells me which aspects I need to increase so that I can get to that goal number, that number that I'm that I'm wanting to earn in a year, right? So if I look at that and I go, oh yeah, I'm actually charging, you know, say I'm charging $65 for an hour long lesson, I'm charging, but I only have eight students right now and that's it. And I'm not doing anything else to bring in revenue beyond that, then you're not going to be making your goal number. But it tells you, oh, if I increase the students that are in my studio, I have a much higher likelihood of reaching my annual revenue amount that I'm wanting to make. You can also increase your prices for these things, right? Because say you're a teacher and you don't teach in the summer, that's a lot more than two weeks off of this. So you may be wanting to make more money 
than that. You may want to be like, you know, you may want to raise your fees, raise your rates to cover that time period that you're not teaching. Woohoo! I want to take a heartfelt moment to thank Sarah and Josh for being part of the Sybaritic Camerata Listening Circle on Patreon. They're helping bring you this episode right now! <laughs> if you'd like to join them, head on over to patreon.com slash That's M-E-Z-Z-O-I-H-N-E-N. Now, let's get back to the show. So the same thing should go for things like commissions and performances. Obviously, these are negotiated things, but I want you to have a better understanding of how long something actually takes, right? How long can I expect to work on a 20-minute wind ensemble commission? Or how long can I expect to devote to preparing a role that I haven't done before for this opportunity? When you start to figure those things out, you can do a little compare contrast and see, does the hourly fee match what I'm looking to make? And then you can come back and, you know, if you go back to our Microaction Monday on KPIs, I think we talked about um, your average profit margin during that. One of the, one of your key performance indicators is your average, average profit margin. But if you aren't keeping track of the preparation time and how much you're getting paid overall for these performances or how much you're getting paid in the commission. And then you don't know what the, what your actual profit margin is at all. And so I want you to take this with you, remembering that, like I said, it's all plug and play. So let's do it again. Say I want to make, say I want to make $65,000 in a year. And I'm going to divide by, hold on, let's see here. Uh, I'm going to say I'm going to work 44 weeks, right? I'm going to take those months off or yeah, those summer months off or something. $65,000 in a year divided by 44. My weekly rate becomes 1,477 and say I'm going to divide that also by 30, 30 hours a week. Now my hourly rate becomes a little less than 50 bucks, right? And you're like, oh, okay, I see how that works. Say I'm wanting to make $80,000 in the year and I'm still going to work 50 weeks out of the year. I'm giving myself those two weeks of vacation, 50 weeks. And my weekly rate is $1,600, but then I'm going to divide by, say I'm only going to work 12 hours a week and my hourly rate becomes $133. Does this make sense? Depending on how, how many clients or how many projects you're servicing at any given time, right? The amount of time that you're putting into the work that you're doing, right? That's your hourly rate. Also like, what is your overall? Those are the kinds of things that we're looking at here. I want you to play around with this formula. So you're taking, what do I wanna make in the year? Divide that by the number of weeks that I'm working in the year. Divide that by the hours that I can expect to bill, quote unquote, during that week. And I want you to be honest about those numbers because I would imagine that we're like, oh, I just, I, I don't know, I learned, 
I mean, I definitely need like 70 hours to learn this, to learn this like three page thing. No, you don't. <laughs> You're not going to do that. <laughs> so, so be honest about the actual amount of time that you're putting into things. And, and you can be clear about whether or not that's ideal amount of time to learn this, or that is the, this is the, like, the worst case scenario I have to like cram and barely reach my standard, right, for this. Be clear about those things. Okay, one more time. Take your ideal annual revenue number, divide by the number of weeks that you think you're going to work in the year. That's your weekly rate. Divide that by the number of hours that you expect to bill during the week. And that becomes your hourly rate. And then you can start to apply that for how long is this project going to actually take? And am I quoting them appropriately? Am I, am I negotiating for things? Like, so take a look at that. And you can also use this in reverse, right? If your hourly rate, you know, if somebody is like, I'm going to pay you X number of dollars to perform this role. And you go, okay, well, that based on that, that turns into, you know, I can at my hourly rate of $50 or whatever it is, I can give you 10 hours of of my time, right? Does that check out with what they're asking you to do for the production or for the for the rehearsal schedule, whatever it is? If it's if it's wildly off base, then I want you to try to negotiate better better fees for yourself and also recognize that sometimes people just cannot pay your fees. Sometimes you have to say no to gigs that can't pay your fees because that gig is going to cost you money. And that's okay, right? That's part of how we are mutual aid for each other is by saying no to the gigs that we can't do, right? So that, or being honest with people when they are underpaying for the work that goes into something. And if somebody else has the ability to take on that, take on that gig because of the, the, as you know, the, the way that their life works, then fine. But it, you don't have to, you don't have to say yes, just because somebody is exploiting you. <laughs> okay. Divas, I really want you to understand your hourly and weekly rates. I want you to Know that in your mind so that you can negotiate when negotiating is, is available and appropriate. And then also be able to say no to things that aren't, aren't good for you, aren't healthy for you. And that's okay. You don't have to say yes to things that are exploiting you, as I said. So, so keep these things in mind. Be honest with your collaborators about whatever the time is, the time investment, and also what your rates are. And if you would like to say yes to them, be clear that you're saying, my normal fee for something like this would be this. I'm happy to work with you in the budget that you're discussing, as long as you understand that this, this is, I am making this choice specifically. So I hope that that makes sense. Please set your fees. Don't abide by somebody else's fees, right? Set your prices. Don't live somebody else's prices. And 
and go out there and know that you have way more control over your financial life in the arts than you might have been led to believe. If you have questions about this, hit me up. I, I love helping people figure out how to live sustainable life lives in the arts. So that's what I want for you is I want you to be able to be sustainable, be the artist you want to be. And as always, stay sparkly inside and out. Until next time, divas. Thanks for joining me for Micro Action Monday. Again, I'm Megan Enan, and you can find me on all the socials at Mezzo Enan. That's I-H-N-E-N. Did you know that studio class is part of the Sybaritic Singer? It is. And if you liked this episode, you're going to love my 29 Days to Diva series. That's on SybariticSinger.com. And if you liked this episode, will you please consider leaving us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast? Thanks. It means a lot to me.